Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, bringing you another episode of Locked on Wolfpack after an amazing weekend of Wolfpack sports. An amazing weekend of Wolfpack sports. I should have bought you this episode Monday. I am sorry for not bringing you out this episode Monday, but there's, there's a lot of life going on and all that good stuff. But man, what a weekend. What a time to be a Wolfpack fan. What a time. The three of the games that I talked about, boom, three wins, back to back to back on Friday. The triple header, NC State won all three of them. And now we're going to go forward and talk about how those games were won, what happened in those games, and also we're going to talk about the ACC, um, the players who were named first team, second team, all that good stuff in the ACC. Stick around for all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Wolf Pack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, folks, let's start with the football game. The What a game, 30-27, double overtime, and let me start here. Uh, guys like Joe Giglio saying, oh, you've won here before. You've been here before. You shouldn't be planting your flag and all this and all that. Baby, it's a robbery. This is what happens in robberies. I'm sorry to tell you. I don't know if y'all are new to uh, rivalry week and rivalry. I know rivalry week is a new invention. I know. In the past, these rivalries were spread throughout the season, right? You would get Michigan-Ohio State the fourth game of the year sometimes. You would get UNC-NZ State the sixth game of the year sometimes. I know that, but this ain't that and that ain't this no more. This is big time. Everything is right here in this week. It's bubbling up all season. Everything is on the line generally, or at least something is on the line when this game is coming to. And I would like to say this for the whole act like you've been there thing before, okay? Ben Finley was the scout team quarterback two weeks ago. He talks about that. Has the scout team quarterback been there before? I'm confused. Has the scout team quarterback started a game, played well, and was a, a very big contributing factor to why we won more? Let the boys celebrate. Let them do what they do. Because guess what? Guess what? And people say what's good for the gander is good for the geese. Well, of course. But that's always going to happen. That's always going to happen. The talk, the, the extras, all that. I saw it firsthand in this rivalry. I played in this rivalry. I'm telling you, I know. I know. So, you know. Whatever. But now, what a game. What a game. And, and I'll say this. The defense, once again, stood on their head, did great things. But I'm going to tell you, the difference this game was, again, the offense was at least feasible. The offense at least did something. They gave us something. They gave us enough to get over the hump. And I'm going to tell you this. If you are talking about a, a team that fights, a team that battles, a team that shows up, goes to the – like, this, again, one games with four different starting quarterbacks? Come on now. Come on now. This is not – this team is not a team that is, is you know, they're easily dissuaded, easily given up. We've talked about how at many points this NC State football team could have said, oh, it's hard. This is how oh, weird. They're not helping us on defense. The offense could have said, oh, Tim Peck isn't calling the plays right. I don't want to do that. 
There were plenty of opportunities for this team to pack it up and give in. And what did they do? I beg your pardon. We're going to show up and we're going to show up for every game. We're going to show up and we're going to show up every single time. And again, was this team perfect by any means? No. Was this the season that we expected? No. Was this the season that most people were thinking, hey, this is best case scenario for NC State coming in? No. But with everything that has happened, if you were to tell me that the year went exactly as it did, as far as some of the things that we saw, and we still have eight wins coming out of the regular season, I wouldn't have believed you. Again, starting four different quarterbacks and we win eight games, I wouldn't have believed you. I would I would have just said, hey man, you know, it is what it is. You know, we tried our best, but it is just not not gonna be our year. But instead, these guys kept fighting, kept battling, kept coming through, and they showed up. And then this game in particular kept fighting, kept battling to till the end, till the very end, when everybody said, Oh, this is a heartbreak of being a Wolfpack fan. Oh, here it comes. Oh, they took it to overtime. Oh, the game's over. Oh, we can't do it. Oh, what did this team do? Still showed up. When it looked like they had, again, no reason. It's over. It's done with. They still showed up. Still. And to me, that again, that speaks, uh, that speaks a ton about what this team is. In this rivalry game, we knew I knew that it was gonna be, uh, it was probably gonna be a four-quarter war at least. And boy, was I wrong. It was a six. But this team, again, still showed, still battled, still did what they had to do. Still, still. And so uh let's talk about Ken's keys. And then we're going to get into the, the men's basketball team, women's basketball team, and the all-ACC team. Actually, we're going to talk about uh, the Ken, Ken's keys. Then we'll talk about the all-ACC coming out of the break. And then we'll talk about um, the women's, men's and women's basketball teams after that. So, Ken's keys for the game. Score 28 points or more. This team scored 30. Check. It took two overtimes to do it, but they got to 30. Here's, the more inter- here's one of the more interesting ones. Score 14 points, score 14 second half points or more. They, even with the help of two overtime field goals from Chris Dunn, did not get this done. They scored 13 points. And I told you, I said, if you are a follower of me on Twitter or of Locked On Wolfpack's account on Twitter, you have seen me, you know, kind of tweeting the games and, and as they go along, what's going on there. And I'm telling you, I said at multiple points 21 points ain't gonna be enough to win this ball game it's not it's just not because again i'm nobody's fool i'm nobody's fool i'm sorry i said 24 points wasn't gonna be enough to win the ball game because again i'm nobody's fool i knew when that game was when we scored or not even uh not even that when we got 17 points i said we're gonna need to put up more we're going to need to do more. At the end of the second quarter, when we uh, took the seven-point lead going into halftime, and then the entire third quarter, we didn't score. I said, we're going to need more than 17 to win this game. 17 points ain't winning this game. It's not. It's not. At some point in time, that offense is going to get it figured out enough. Something's going to happen to where, hey, they, they're they in a situation that that's going to be a, a costly situation there. And lo and behold, 
they end up scoring a touchdown um, to start off the fourth quarter with Drake May in that 14-yard run. So at that point in time, Devin Carter then gets a, a real big catch, that back shoulder, perfectly thrown. Great, just uh, an amazing moment uh, for Devin Carter. And an amazing – he showed up all game. And, again, I've been telling people, I've been beating the drum about Devin Carter has the ability to be a number one guy. I've been saying it for years, and he showed it in this game. I hope that he comes back and shows it consistency, consistently next year. Six receptions, 130 yards, one touchdown. I mean, he had half of Ben Finley's passing yards right there. So um, then we get to overtime, and, again, it's it's the defense abides. The defense stands on their head. The defense – gets the stops that we need when we need them. And, of course, Chris Dunn, although he missed his first field goal of the year this year, only missed that one. After that, perfection. Before that, perfection. And and so, you know, again, let's go back to Ken's keys here. They did not score 14 points um, in the second half. They only scored 13, including the uh, overtime points. They scored nothing in the third quarter, seven in the fourth quarter, uh, and six in overtime. Target there, Thomas, 10 times. They only targeted him three, which was utterly confusing to me. Which And I, I mean this from a very genuine place. Again, despite the win, I still don't want Tim Beck back. Don't want that at all. I'm sorry. There's not a world where you can tell me that that man deserves to be back. When Jordan Houston and and Michael Allen as individuals saw more targets than Thayer Thomas. At the end of the day, you can't tell me that. You can't tell me that he needs to be back. You can't. I'm sorry. You you just can't. You can't. That that it's to me, I I don't understand it. I will not, I'm never gonna be here for that. But anyway, we're talking about a win, so we're gonna keep celebrating the wins here. Defensively, we went two or three against the Keys. Make Drake, uh, make Drake May human. I said that he needed to have a 65 or lower QBR. We did that. He had a 63.6 QBR. Ladies and gentlemen, I told you they didn't have to make him terrible. They didn't have to have him play just an awful, ugly game where you're like, oh my God, who is this guy the entire game? We knew he was going to get his. We knew he was going to get some points. We knew that they were going to get theirs at times, but. The important part is to make him not look like Superman. Again, there are certain guys you're not going to stop all right, but you can contain them, and they did so. 65, I'm sorry, 63.6 QBR. Josh Downs and the holding under 100 yards thing. Um, Josh Downs has been held under 100 yards four times this season. UNC is one and three. Coming in, they were one and two because it only happened twice. Six receptions for 51 yards. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it. We did it. Again, I said that the key, the key to this whole thing, the in order to make Drake, hum, Drake may human, you have to take away the guy that he like. Again, take away his blankie. Take away what makes him comfortable. Take away what makes him feel good. This team did that. This team did that. There's no if ands, or buts about it. This team did that. And the last key, which I wish this team would have accomplished, but uh, this was one that Almost cost them the game. No special teams plays that put them in plus territory. That 19-yard punt had them get the ball out, I believe, their 38. Uh, that really, really had an opportunity 
to flip this game and make it something different. But this defense, again, stood on their head. They abided. They did what they had to do against one of the most prolific offenses in recent history, especially in the ACC. And, and so they come away with a 27 – I'm sorry, with a 30-27 to 27 win over the boys in baby blue in uh, Carter Finley West out there. What a time. What a time. What a thing to see. Again, this team, perseverance, a team that doesn't give up, a team that just keeps fighting, and that's what you love to see. Another thing you love to see is saving money. Inflation has us all trying to find ways to save money, and guess what? Upside helps you do it. The Upside app makes sure that you can save money without driving less or dining out less or buying less groceries. Upside app is an incredible app for anyone who buys gas, groceries, or dines out. With Upside, you don't have to cut back because you get cash back on every purchase. To get started, download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCK and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Again, download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCK to get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. That's $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more using promo code LOCK. I've also got to tell you, about LinkedIn jobs. Folks, it's it's very clear to see when you talk about hires at small businesses, uh, the fact of the matter is simple. Every one of them is a high stakes wager. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn jobs help people find the right team faster and for free. Trust me, all you got to do is Create a free job post on LinkedIn Jobs. Add the job in the purple hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. And simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. It's why small businesses rank LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com. Slash locked on college. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on college. Post your job for free. Terms and conditions do apply. So, folks, we're uh, talking about the ACC, all ACC teams here. Um, and, you know, it's 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 very interesting to me when we look at the first team uh, offensively. We had Grant Gibson make first team as the center. And uh, behind that, defensively, we had Aiden White, of course, making the first team. Then And Chris Dunn being the uh, kicker, the first team kicker. And then things got a little bit confusing here because, for whatever reason, Drake Thomas was named second team All-ACC. I mean this very respectfully and i i mean this like with all due respect to uh cedric gray and yasir abdullah and and uh servasier dennis i don't know of a world in which um there are three defenders three defenders not not just linebackers i don't know of a world in which there are three defenders who were better this season um than than Drake Thomas. Like, I, I very seriously don't. I very seriously don't. And that's no disrespect to these guys. Again, that's no disrespect. That's no, like, oh, these guys are, are terrible. They're trash, anything like that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is 
I don't know a world in which you can name three guys who who I would say if you replace them with Drake or if you replace Drake with them rather, this defense gets an upgrade. I and that's that's with all due respect to these gentlemen. That's that's no disrespect. That's not coming from a place of like, oh, I, I hate these guys and I'm upset and it, Cedric Gray couldn't listen. They're they're all fine ball players. I just don't think that there are three better than um Drake Thomas. Also, Aiden White, again, special year. Special, special year. I mean, he was locked down all year. And, and so him getting first team, um, that's that's to be expected. He showed up, showed out, did his thing, played well all year. But again, uh Drake Thomas goes in and gets second team, which is, you know, I mean, it's a thing, I guess. It's it's one of those moments. Um, and other than that, we had um Corey Durden end up on the uh, second team as well. I'm sorry, Corey Durden ended up on the third team. And, um, you know, he had a lot of gravity. He got a lot of guys. He was a situation where he was the big name that ate up all the blocks and all that. And, of course, we had some guys on uh, honorable mention. Again, Thayer Thomas, a guy that ended up on honorable mention. Uh, Tim McKay ended up on honorable mention. There were, again, lots and lots of guys who ended up on the uh, honorable mention team. Um, Isaiah Moore and Peyton Wilson both ended up on the honorable mention team, Tyler Baker Williams as well. And so, you know, these are, again, they're, these things were kind of interesting to see because like, I'm not sure I would agree with them. I'm not sure I would say, again, if you can name me three better linebackers, if you can tell me what these linebackers did that was better than what Drake Thomas uh, was putting out this season, I mean, hey, more power to you. I just don't think that uh, that exists. And now the Wolfpack, the men's basketball team, Jarkel Joyner, ACC Player of the Week, showing up, showing out, doing good things. Again, playing close with with uh, with Kansas wasn't enough to me. That wasn't enough. However, beating Dayton and Butler by double digits, pretty much controlling those games, that. That is enough to me. That is enough. And yes, excuse me, I know that this William and Mary game early. They're not playing their best ball early. They got a little jet lag. They'll be all right. They'll figure it out. They'll get this thing going down the stretch, or at least hopefully. I'm, I'm speaking that into existence. But the way in which they dominated, the way in which Jarkel joined, ladies and gentlemen, we got ourselves a point guard. We got a point guard. We, we've been waiting on this. We've been waiting on this. And I listen. I would like to see Jaquavion Smith be a little bit more cautious with the ball. I would like to see him turn it over a little less. I would like to see that shot selection improve a little bit. But again, Jarkel Joyner is the real deal. That's he's the real deal. He's been filling up. He's been getting into the lane. He's been playing extremely aggressive ball. And our bigs have been good. Our bigs defensively, the shots that Kansas was hitting, you just tip your cap on. And guess what? Everybody doesn't have Kansas' backcourt, so they're not all going to hit those shots, which is why we ended up walking away with the result that we did, winning the next two games by double digits, including the Manny Bates Bowl. Hey, this men's basketball team, they're not – I'm just saying, there's something there. There's something there. This is not a, a, a team that, you know, you can say all you want, oh, this is the same team as last year, and I don't have faith in them. You go ahead and do that. You be that way, but I'm not. I'm not going to be that. I'm not going to look at this team like that. The women's basketball team, close game with Vanderbilt, pulling away late. 
uh, with a nine-point victory. But, man, did they whoop on West Virginia in the uh, Cancun Challenge. And, again, this is a team that is going to take on uh, Iowa next week – or not next week, in two days. And I'm excited to see what they got. I'm excited to see what they got and what they look like in this moment because, again, they're still growing. They're getting better together. But so far this year, UConn has looked amazing against everybody, not just NC State. They've looked amazing against pretty much everybody. And I want to see what this team looks like. And, and as they continue to grow and as they continue to do things with all the size they got, all the talent that they got, I want to see how this team continues to grow and develop. I'm, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to watch it as these uh, women that grow into a better team and grow into uh, what they want to be and, and what they're looking forward to being. Anywho, our partners at Nissan have worked with us to create a new segment across the Locked On College Network entitled Thrilling Moments where we highlight the most exciting plays from the Wolfpack weekend games throughout the throughout the um, episodes. And this week's thrilling moment from the Wolfpack is, of course, of course, the far left kick. The moment that won us the game. The thrilling moment has to be that. And trust me, this thrilling moment is brought to you by Nissan. The thrilling designs behind the new lineup of Nissans are intended to empower drivers in vehicles as capable as the drivers themselves. And trust me, these moments have been brought to you uh, by the all-new Frontier, Armada, and Pathfinder, available at NissanUSA.com. So, folks, we're about to land this thing. But what a weekend. What a weekend. To, to top off us beating the boys in Baby Blue, they also didn't win another game out there in Portland either. Oh, wait. You love to see it. You love to see it. That's, this is the part that I like the most. This is the part that I enjoy. You know, this is, um, this is about us. And we're going to keep it about us, but I'm not going to lie and say I didn't enjoy that. I'm not going to lie to you and say I didn't. So with that being said, um, this this NC State football team, again, all the love and respect in the world goes to these guys because they they had every opportunity. They had every opportunity to lay down, roll over, not just in this game, but at multiple points in the season. They kept fighting and battling back, kept fighting. Even in this game, again, there were so many folks when it went to overtime, oh, oh my God. Oh, we we thought we got to stop it. We did. We oh, we thought time was out, and they put two seconds back on the clock. We're not gonna win it. Oh my god! And this defense keeps chopping the wood, and our offense did enough again. Because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell. You, we've all seen overtimes where all of a sudden two three penalties consecutively or two three negative plays consecutively, you go from your 25 to about your 40. That's a different field goal for Chris Dunn. The offense did enough. They did enough to win the ball game. That's that on that. Men's and women's basketball continue their winning ways as well. I'm loving what I'm seeing out of the Wolfpack right now. You should too. You should be excited about these teams too, all right? I don't know what they were talking about, thinking that Drake Thomas is a second teamer in terms of all they see. Again, you can't, you can't name me three that's better than him. Point blank, period. Thank y'all so very much for coming out. I appreciate you every single time. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. 